The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. It is at 3.07 on the Central Coast. On this Wednesday, February 15th, 2023, I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio. Thanks for joining us. Before I do anything else, I just uh, want to give a shout-out and acknowledgement to the one, the only, Mr. Larry Pewter of Coco's, where he has been the owner, geez, I don't know, 25, 26 years. Today was his very last day. Well, it was the last day for Coco's. They closed at 2 o'clock. And a group of us went there for a final farewell slash thank you lunch for Larry. I'm trying to get him to come in and do the show, but he's kind of a busy guy. Maybe uh, maybe when I get back from my mini vacation next week, we'll get him in here. It was nice to see all the uh, people show up. And, uh, you know, I'm not a, a fan of chain restaurants, and I tend to avoid them. But Coco's was, under Larry's stewardship, the family restaurant in South County. And you could always go to Coco's and you would always, but always, but always run into somebody that you know because everybody came to Larry's. He's just the consummate host. Food was fine. Service was fine. But Larry always made it special. So uh, I'm glad that I was able to get down there today. I was glad to see all the folks there. Glad to shake Larry's hand. And we just wish Larry nothing but the best. Anyway, we are here all the way until 7 o'clock. This show, I am really looking forward to this show. Some days I feel that, some days I don't. Today, I'm really looking forward to it. What do you got, Dave? Well, this is what we're serving up. At 4.05, first-time guest, Dr. Bob Crockett, co-founder of a local virtual reality company, also professor of biomedical engineering at Cal Poly. I just came over from my first experiment, my first uh, introduction to virtual reality. It was, wow, real. Anyway, we'll talk. Dr. Larry Martinez, one of our favorite guests, joins us during the 5 o'clock hour. Everyone is talking about self-driving cars and how self-driving cars are the future. Uh, Larry is here to say not so fast. Lance Parker at 605 extols the virtues of barbecue. I think that's his favorite topic. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. Look, who's here? Our very first guest. It has been, how long has it been since you've been here? A couple months. Oh, longer than that. Well, In person. Came, yeah, with a nuke. I came on. Oh. Two, three, I have a oh, senior no, you're moment. right. Okay, three months. <laughs> Senior Mo, the one, the only, Lynn Ward. Lynn, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Dave. I feel honored to be before these three brainiacs. Well, you're pretty smart, too. <laughs> Thank you. One, one of the reasons I like you so much, you're always smiling, you're always positive. What's your secret? 
I would say, and it's funny you say that because I was thinking about that exact question today when I was walking my dog. Um, I say that if you're thankful and grateful and positive about the smaller things in your life, then the bigger things are even that much more exciting. So give me a small thing you're grateful for. My health, where I live, the weather, my family. To me, see, to me, those are all big things. They family, health, where I live, those are big things. And, but some people take them for granted. So I guess what I would say is don't take those kind of things for granted. Um, a lot of times people will say, oh, I wish I could live somewhere else, or I wish I could travel here, or I wish I had more money, or I wish, you know, things. And, and don't take your health for granted. I, I'm just grateful I'm, I'm my age and will be double digits in July and am only on one. You're going to be double digits, so you're going to turn 10? Yes, ten, <laughs> double, double. I'm doing double, double, um, <laughs> eleven. <laughs> but you know, I, I guess I'm grateful. I take only one medication, and I probably don't even need to be on that. And I know friends that are twenty years younger than me that are hepped up on medications. Look at this list of. Uh, it came up with all the bad news. Uh, in no particular order. Just what what came what popped into mind. Raquel Welch died. Raquel, Raquel Welch. Oh Lord. Uh, the mountain lion in San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. More school shootings. More mass shootings. Everything going on in Ukraine. Tensions with China. Uh, inflation. Homeless people everywhere. Coco's closed. Doc Bernstein's. Doc Bernstein's mm-hmm. closed. What is going on there? CBK closed. Yeah, but that's that's old news. But I know how that feels uh, how with long, Larry Pooter. How long, how long has that been? Uh, th- three years, because it was during the pandemic. Uh, Moe's closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, dog overpopulation. So let's back mm. up. What's, what's, Larry going, what's going through Larry's mind right now at, at Coco's? Well, as an owner, I wouldn't know. But as an employee, it's, I would be more thinking about his employees, because they've obviously got to go find other jobs, especially his long-term employees. And yeah. I mean, I personally wish my job was still available in there. And I enjoyed it so much, enjoyed the people, enjoyed coming here and talking about it. So <laughs> so why aren't you looking for a new job if I'm not getting I'm too personal? I'm enjoying semi-retirement, too. Okay. <laughs> Doing more fun things, I guess I could say. I know uh, Jim Richards, who is one of our producers here, also works as a server mm-hmm. on the side, and he's interviewing for restaurant jobs. Is he? Oh. I would think that restaurant jobs are pretty e- relatively easy to come by I would now. I so, too. Because... People have moved on who used to be restaurant servers. Mm-hmm. There are a number of restaurants. Uh, Cafe Roma comes to mind. La Esquina comes to mind where they have dropped their lunches because they don't have the staff to cover. Yes, I agree. And I would think that he would, especially with his experience, have absolutely no problem finding a job. Here's the funny thing. Speaking of restaurants that I just thought of popped in my head. They are actually, I know of a California pizza kitchen in, I believe it's Manhattan Beach, that is has robots now for servers. How does that work? They're trying that out. I didn't even know about it until again I read it on the internet, and it, it definitely cuts back on labor. But it it supposedly that you tell the robot what you want. They are somehow programmed. Maybe your next guest could tell us about that to do that job. And supposedly they even can come and sing Happy Birthday, and that just freaks me out. That just freaks me out. <laughs> you got to have human. They don't smile. <laughs> so you would just uh, be seated at your table, perhaps by a ro- robotic maitre d'. 
you sit at your table and then a robot would come over to you? That's what it looked like. It just looked like this thing on wheels that came up. I don't know about the robotic mater D or host. I'm thinking that might be a person. And do they bring their your food to you as well? Yes. Mm, yes. Take some water. This is all a tryout thing. This is a trial. Lynn Ward on this broadcast. Always a good to have Lynn here. We're just catching up on some things. You know, I've I've started in certain stores uh, since they don't have many cashiers anymore. I've I'm willing to go to uh, self checkout. Yeah. I swore I wouldn't do it. And I had to go get uh, prescriptions at Costco last night. And while I was there, oh, grab some shampoo because you can't beat the price. So I got two big things of shampoo. But I wasn't <laughs> going to wait in line. So for the very first time, I went and I used self-checkout. I do that at Costco every time. But not other stores, but at Costco every time. Why only at Costco? Well, I'm not saying only at Costco. It's just that at Costco I do that every time because it seems faster and I don't have a lot of things like most people in the other checkout lines. Um, At other stores, I usually go through with a human being unless I have produce because I'm not very good at weighing it. (laughs) See, I I think Costco discriminates against people like you and me when it's just one of us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I have nothing against Costco, but it's just shopping in bulk. Yes, it is. You've got eight eight kids, head to Costco. Right. If If there's just one of you, I get my prescriptions there. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I agree 100%. All right, we're visiting with Lynn Ward. We'll pick up the conversation as we go looking for good news. I'm Dave Congleton. The good news is we'll be right back right here on AM 920, FM 96.5 News Talk, KVEC. You have landed on the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Uh, tomorrow, our friends from the Diversity Coalition check in. Eric Viem is going to join us from the Climate Coalition. Everybody is a member of a coalition. Uh, we'll also salute Hot Wheels. Jack Keller on uh, Friday. And then I'm going to be gone for a couple of days, but you'll be in good hands. It is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. We're just visiting with Lynn Ward in this opening hour, and Lynn was expressing her frustration with the idea of an automated restaurant. So, Craig, what's this video that you found? Yeah, it's not California Pizza Kitchen, but it's the exact same system. It's another company that makes it, and it's uh, a report on NBC News of Sugar Mediterranean Bistro in Stockton, California. Wow. And they're uh, unnamed. they just robots that uh, the people put the food on, and then it takes it out to the table for them. Yeah. So it's to assist the, uh, the wait staff. So they're bringing the food. And the reason they're doing this is because they had such a hard time uh, finding servers. And wow. so they're doing this. Huh. To assist the wait staff. Yeah. So hmm. the, the person on the other side of the uh, kitchen, uh, on the people side, would take it from the uh, cooks and place it on this tray. And then the tray just takes it around all the t- different tables. And then you have to figure out which food is yours. Yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you go to a restaurant like that, Craig? Uh, no, not, I mean, I mean, who's going to drop my food on the floor and then pick it up and then serve it to me, you know, I would like to see the service like, yeah. And where's the personality? And I would like to see it in action, but I would just be, my mouth would be open. There's no more personality. You just go and order your food. It's a very sterile atmosphere. But it seems like such a, a small step because it doesn't take my order. It doesn't check up on me. It doesn't do anything other than roll out and deliver. And so when they call it a robot, it's not really a robot. It's just a 
well, a tray that comes out to your table. A machine, yeah. You know, but it, but it doesn't have any other abilities. Well, what's a robot? I don't know. Well, when, I, when I was growing up in suburban Chicago, this restaurant's still there. It's the Choo Choo. You would walk in, you'd sit at a counter, you order, and then they would put your food on a train and it, it would come out, and it would stop right in front of you, and you'd take your food. I'm not making this up. That's exactly what this thing is. You'd take your food off the plate. Th- that goes back to the 60s. It's it sounds, still there. It sounds like a carousel at, a, at an airport. Choo-choo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A choo-choo. Or rockin' sushi. They do that with the sushi as a conveyor that goes by you, and you take whatever you want. Hmm. You know, this doesn't seem... It, it sounds like a, uh, a lot of... <laughs> Uh, stuff that it is not. On the Stolberg Tatum text line, uh, good news, a new seafood restaurant, Blue, is opening soon in the former Me and Z's location on Grand Ore Grande. Hmm. Well, we wish them well. I walk by there every Sunday morning. I saw the menu. Um, it just seems expensive. I I don't, I'm not trying to curse them. If it has one name, you know it's expensive. Well, yeah. but there's already, the, the other thing I'd say, there's already a Blue, Right. Blue has been in downtown San Luis Obispo uh, for years. Cobero at Blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd come up with a different name. But, and that, that uh, oh, I'm just going to get in trouble. That place is cursed. That place has been, that was a French restaurant. It was me and Z's. They say never go to, it's like that honey, that honey pizza place. It's already out of business. Oh. I know. Poor Jeff. No, we haven't heard from Jeff in a while. Oh. Was it like two weeks? You think maybe Jeff had something to do with it? Jeff, if you're out there, you better save yourself. That wasn't that wasn't open very long. He no. swore by it. I hadn't been, but I wanted to go. But yeah, I think it only been open like six. But my point is, is there have been multiple restaurants in that location, and unfortunately, none of them make it. We wish Blue well. Yes, I'm not trying to curse them, but I just. I saw the menu. It's in the window. It's not a place that I would rush to. Mm. I, everything's so darn expensive. Well, when, it, when, it's a, when it, they do a lot of seafood, mm. my rule of thumb is if I'm going to order seafood, I want to be close to the water. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. I don't want to yes. be way down there on Grand Avenue. Yes. I get mm. what you mean, like in Avila or Pismo or something like that. Mm. Um, okay, so... Anyway, yeah, look, we're, we have no agenda here. Uh, 805-543-8830. Call in, text in, chime in. We're just kind of both overwhelmed by all the bad news. Oh, can I give you some good news? Yes, and I have some too. Well, let's start with yours. Well, I just wanted to reiterate a show that you did a while ago, Dave, with um, in regards to Charlotte Mead's Mead Canine Rescue Dog Sanctuary up in Creston. Um they had had their um, little thrift shop in Atascadero robbed. Robbed, yeah. And I gathered up with some neighbors quite a bit of things. They really, really requested uh, costume jewelry or any kind of jewelry, actually. And they were thrilled when I went up there. And I hope that it brought them in some good um, good money so then they could do some more um, care for their dogs and, and spaying and neutering and such because 100% of their... Uh, thrift store money goes toward caring for the dogs. Um, I just gave money. And that'll go to them, too? I just gave them money. And Charlotte Mead and Anouk Novi are going to be with us a week from Thursday as we continue our conversation about dog overpopulation, particularly in California. And we're going to be joined by representatives of shelters in Fresno and Bakersfield. 
because it's, I don't want to be overly dramatic, but it's kind of crisis proportion. It is. On the Stolberg-Tatum text line, there's no such thing, there's no such thing as a shortage of workers. There's only a shortage of jobs that pay well. There's a shortage of workers in that there are certain places that can't find anyone. And the pay is legit. It's just that people can go make more money doing non-restaurant work. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to go back to work, Lynn, if you don't mind me using it as an example, would you want to go back to a restaurant? Or now that things have, quote unquote, changed, would you go after a more higher paying job? I'd go back to a restaurant Why? because that's what I like. You can make more money elsewhere. Mm, I made pretty good money. All those tips. <laughs> I, I, depending on the restaurant, um, that is, I know I can make. And all the time I was at the restaurant, I maybe could have made more. But I just wanted to be happy in what I did, especially at my age. I'm older than you are. Yes, but I loved, I loved um, being, you know, not having to take my work home with me and being home for my family. And There's something to be said for that. There is. Three o'clock, whatever, you just clock out. Yeah. Sore feet and you're gone. And I don't want to make this into a tipping thing, but you're the person to talk about this. The trend I see now is we go and order food or drinks at a counter. It's um, tip before you eat. Even Starbucks is doing that now. All right, Dave, that's uh, $12. You put your card in, and um, the first thing they ask you is that you want to leave a gratuity. Now, I've had, I've, I've had no service from you whatsoever. You have taken my order. Yeah. But now here you are. The very first thing is you're asking for a tip. And once again, I go back to having, I wish, we did not, but I wish that uh, more places had tip jars so you could actually put go back after you were done if you wanted to and put cash in. But nobody's using cash anymore. Well, I do. I know. I'm very, I know. My kids make fun of me. Well, well let's rephrase that. <laughs> fewer and fewer people are using cash now. Um, Kathy and I needed something to eat the other night. We we're just out tooling around and we wanted it simple. So we stopped at Chipotle. Mm-hmm. We walked in and the, what is, I don't know, eight o'clock at night. And the woman comes up to us and she says, sorry, our system is down. No, um, credit cards, no debit cards, mm. uh, only cash only. And we said, who has cash? Who uses cash? That's so a- we, we left. <laughs> Hey, maybe I could make money on my cash. I could stand outside these restaurants and... <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, on the Stolberg-Tatum text line, me and Z's was not cursed. Zonalda retired after a successful career. Well, good for her. Good. As, yeah, congratulations. But there are quite a few restaurants that have gone out of business. And a lot of people like Larry Pewter, and they're just retiring because it's not worth the struggle anymore. Right. So right. Uh, I don't know Zinalda. We were quasi-regulars there. But I can't help but wonder if COVID just said, hey, it's not worth it. I'm going to retire. They hung on as long. I think if you were already coming to be retirement age anyway, it was probably a reason to just say, eh, might as well enjoy my life. We're chatting with Lynn Ward. We've got... News and traffic and weather. We'll pick up the conversation on the other side. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio. Well, here's some good news for you. Tomorrow and Friday... 
Hometown Radio has free tickets to give away to see Chicago at Wiener Robles. If you don't like your chances of winning those tickets, the other good news is is that the local pre-sale is tomorrow, 10 a.m. You can go to the Wiener Robles Amphitheater, and you can use the code in the park, no spaces, in the park, as in Saturday in the park. I think it was the 4th of July. I'll leave it at that. Uh, Chicago's going to be at Vina Robles on August 25th. So there you go. Uh, Lynn Ward is here. We're just talking. Uh, Bill is with us in Napomo on KVC. Hey, Bill. Hey, Dave. Hey, Bill. Good to hear from you again. And I just wanted to chip in with some good news, as you know. Sure. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian, and I'm a Christian because of the gospel. And the term gospel means good news, and the good news is that the Lord offers love, acceptance, and forgiveness, and if you put your trust in Him, you'll have eternal life. So that's great news for me. I like that, too. And, yeah. I, and I, if that makes you happy, Bill, I like it, too. Right on. And then it, it helps me deal with the other things that you mentioned. Uh, about you know all the issues in life. But hey, here's here's my here, here's my list again. Let me just remind folks: Raquel Welch dying, mountain lion, school shootings, Ukraine, inflation, homeless people everywhere, dog overpopulation, Coco's, Doc Bernstein's, and Moe's all closing. Yeah, I get it. And another reason why I follow Jesus because he was his earthly job was a carpenter, and he deals with the facts. and And he told us that in this world, because it's fallen. You'll have tribulation. But, he said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So when I face those issues that you listed, and I agree with all of them, I just realized I put it in, in God's hands and his perspective, and uh, I don't lose my joy over it. I grieve over some of those things, and but I don't lose my joy over it. So it's, it's mm. all good. So here's the question, Bill. When you're hungry and you want to go out to eat, where does God send you? What restaurant does he <laughs> recommend? Where do you well, like to go? That's... Well, now you're getting personal because uh, oh, religion is not. My, my, my my sin of choice is gluttony, and so uh, I love uh, to eat. And so, gosh, before COVID was Little McClintock's for breakfast and lunch because they had the best hamburger in the world. And uh, other than that, let's see. I remember when Coco's hit, and it was it was the bomb. Yep. And uh, we we used to go there all the time, and I would still go there every now and then. And the staff, you're right, the staff is wonderful. And uh, yeah, it's a bummer that they're closing. And in fact, my wife and I were just talking about that this morning, and we think she thinks the only you know family restaurant now left is CJ's and AG. CJ's? Is but that, I, yeah. I also like All-American Cafe and Pismo and the Village Cafe in, in the Village as well. Well, I would think so, you would like that um, that uh, restaurant by the train station in Grover Beach. Um, every Saturday night they have oh, Hillbilly no. they have Hillbilly gospel music. Huh. I didn't know that. Thanks. And, so, and, and it's, I, I am a it's I a, come from a family of hillbillies, so I should try that. Yeah, and they're, they're, I, don't, I forget the name of the couple. They're very nice people. But, but like you, Bill, they're people of faith, and I think that you would bond with them, and you should go check it out. Food's pretty good, too. Hey, every Friday night they have hillbilly music? I believe it's Saturday night. It's hillbilly gospel music. Call cool. to make sure that I'm still right about that. 
That's okay. All right, I'll, Bill. I'll check Have it fun. out. Thanks. All right, sir. Good to hear from you. Uh, Craig, what's your theory on the pay tip before you pay? Yeah, I, I'm afraid when when they hit me with that, like, while I'm paying, do you want to tip? I'm afraid if I don't tip, they're going to exactly. get some retribution from me. Exactly. Say that, exactly. I, but I agree with them. Exactly. And, and I literally wonder, okay, the service I'm getting, do they have access to spitting in my food? You know, if I'm at the grocery store, the clerk can't do anything about it. So I'm fine. Because you're standing there. Yeah, I'm there. But if it's, okay, we're taking your order and it's going in this back room and it's going to come out to you later, I tip. And I'll tip pretty good. Wow. Just, it's a guarantee to keep spit out of my food. Absolutely. Urban legend, right? Zero on the spitting, at least all the restaurants (laughs) I've worked at. But a good tip, if we're going to look positively... A good tip will get you, say, maybe the better pieces of bread that go with your meal. Or yeah, but why do I have to tip in advance? Oh, I don't like that either. Okay. I don't either. So I really don't. It's that. not a tip; it's a bribe at that point. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. But but at any restaurant you go to where you order food at at the counter, you tip. You put in your card, and slyly the 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 person behind the counter flips the screen around. Oh, it's some more information for you. No, there's not more information. It's just, do you want to leave a tip? And I always, I throw And I absolutely would leave a tip, too. But I'm just saying that. Um, I, um, right. Well, here's something else I want to talk about. Okay. Because you, didn't you used to work at Apple Farm? Yes, many, I think many it's years beyond ago. sad so what sad. that Apple Farm restaurant has become. It is so sad. They close at like 11 a.m. now. Oh my. Oh, um, my old manager and I went there. Oh, we. I, it's been years since I... Since I lived there, I felt like I lived there since I worked there. And she and I went there about a year ago, a year or so. She's living in Oregon now. Um, She cried. She's very, very dramatic. And and actually, I'm very sensitive too. But the hotel is so run down. The restaurant, it is is nothing like it used to be. Really? Well, let's back up a second. I booked a room there. Should I cancel? You're making a face. I, I hope it wasn't expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. Okay, I didn't get into a room. We just walked through the halls of the hotel, and we actually met up with a couple that was coming out saying they used to come They come there every year for their anniversary, and they were just appalled. Really? Mm-hmm. This was the mill in the mill house. And the mill house was beautiful. I mean, all of them were so beautiful. It's just getting very dated, and they weren't keeping it up as much and and again i have a feeling that's because of the you know there there's not enough employees it's just very run down very run down so you're saying so i'm saying yeah, i don't I would get you go, any trouble i would saying and there's no harm in going and asking if you can see the rooms no harm at all none well this is not a cheap room but it's our anniversary in april so i booked a room at apple farm because I'd never stayed there before. And you know what? I've stayed there a couple times when I was working there because we earned these privileges. And I actually stayed in the most beautiful room that they had for free. Um, and it was beautiful. But we're talking like 30 years ago. Oh, dear. Yeah. Peter's in Arroyo Grande. Hey, Peter. Hi there. Hi. How are you? We on the air? Yep. Watch your language. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Do you work at Apple Farm, um, Peter? No. <laughs> I wanted to make a comment about me and Z's. Uh, so you sure. read a text slide, I think, earlier that uh, mentioned that she had retired early, yes. which she did. And she did have a very successful run there. The new restaurant is actually called Blue Flame Cafe. Oh, perfect. 
So it's not just blue. It's blue flame. <laughs> not just blue, indeed. Okay. Uh, the word uh, flame is not spelled out. There is a graphic showing the flame. I see. But blue flame cafe. And the prices are not posted yet, but they are expected to be quite low regarding uh, uh, seafood. Well, uh, I, fellows- I, I could have sworn I saw the prices in the window, but I may be mistaken. No, I think you're mistaken, Dave. Okay. Sorry. Right. But the prices are not... It- so uh, the two fellows that are uh, new that are running the place are actually uh, 20-year chef veterans from Las Vegas. So it ought to be pretty good. On another restaurant, very quickly, um, uh, Moe's had said, well, it's a Pittsburgh closed, but not Moe's in Pittsburgh Beach. That's right. Yep. Yeah, okay. thanks for reminding me about that. And I don't think Moe's and Chico did either, but I'm not sure. They have a Moe's and Chico? I believe so. Yes. They're, hmm. when yes, it, they're still uh, Peter, when is the Blue Flame supposed to open? In a few days. Uh, I really? was by there just a couple days ago, hopeful, hopefully, hoping that they were open. Uh, they had indicated previously that they had hoped to be open by Super Bowl weekend. So, you know, it's probably some bureaucratic <laughs> red tape. Well, a- actually, this is good for them because uh, from interviewing people with restaurants over the years, as you know, Peter, January 1st to Valentine's Day is the slow time of year. So actually, by waiting till after Valentine's Day, I think it's in their favor. I hope you're right, Dave. Well, we and you see. probably are. You do, you know a great deal about these sorts of things. Oh, I just figured out which Peter this is. Hi, Peter. Which Peter do you think it is? <laughs> Peter with a K. That's correct. Yeah. How you been? Yeah, and 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 for full disclosure, Dave, I own the properties yeah. um, that Moe's and Pismo Beach occupies, as well as uh, uh, the former BNCs, the new Blue Flame Cafe. Peter, you own, you know. Peter, you own everything. You own everything. <laughs> but he doesn't I've own Apple Farm. I've been very fortunate in life. Yeah, you have been. All right, Peter. Yeah. Good to hear from you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for taking the call. All right, sir. You never know who's Learning listening. so much every day. Oh, so Craig wants to know what happened at Apple Farm. Why did it go downhill? <sighs> Owners, uh, pandemic. Pandemic, it really changed. Oh, what? Oh, Craig? Come clo- no, come closer oh. to the microphone. <laughs> The owners, maybe the pandemic. Um, well, I mean that used to be a great restaurant to go to uh, because the parking was free. It was always crowded. It was breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I worked there for eleven years. Now on weekdays, it's only open to eleven a.m. And I think on weekdays, it's noon. Because that's where Kathy and I had our first lunch here, and we met at Apple Farm. I remember that. I remember you telling right? me that. So at that place has some nostalgia yes, for us. So of I thought, course. oh, for a, let's book a room at Apple Farm. So I got a very expensive room. But now I'm listening to you. Is it only open for breakfast then? Yes, the restaurant. Have you been there in a while? Uh, been a couple months. Their their beautiful gift shop is gone. Eh. It's, so, and it's, a, it's a wine tasting thing now. Yeah, and then their um, front desk with has the baked goods and stuff is just a little small thing, and um, the bathroom's still the same. Yeah, and, we're gonna hear we're gonna hear about this. I know, I know. <laughs> but I loved it when I worked there. It was a great yeah. job. <laughs> Alan joins us on KVEC. Hey, Alan, what's your hey, beef? Hey, Lynn. Well, my bad Hi, news Alan. is one of my favorite places called China Walk in, in Santa Maria is gone. Went over there a week ago and. The windows have all plastic on them. It's, there's no sign about anything, so it's. Where, where did where was this? In they were on 
um, Broadway near, what is that, Dolliver, I believe is the cross street. Yeah. They've been there many years. They had the best deal on Chinese food. Huh. You'd go all the way to Santa Maria for Chinese food? No, I went down there for Red Lobster because I had a gift card, and then on the way back we, we would swing by there and pick up food to go for three, four meals. Oh, goodness. Wow, I love this. I'm going to drive all the way to Santa Maria. I'm going to eat at the Red Lobster, but then I'm going to go <laughs> over awesome. and get Chinese food to go well, for the for next, the next couple two days. or three days. Yeah, well, Chinese food refrigerates well. So. Uh, it does. It does. Actually, it gets better. It gets and better. And when you have a gift card, you're not paying for the meal at Red Lobster, so how do yeah. you beat that? Is Red Lobster still open? Oh, yeah. Do they do they still serve food? Oh, yeah. They still have the best biscuits, those uh, Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yes. Yeah, the prices are... Re- are What's the, what's the place? Oh, Cracker Cracker Barrel. Oh, Cracker Barrel. Yeah, Is that good? I know that's still there. I like them, too. Oh, I've just never been into... Oh, see, I, Alan, that, you're so sweet. You that, sound very easy to please. That was the exception for me with Coco's. Coco's was one of the few chain restaurants I supported. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Cracker Barrel. I probably haven't walked into a Red Lobster in 12 years. Oh, well. It's it's still good. They get good, very good service. Well, now here's uh, for me. I and a lot of people don't agree with me, but I really like Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> get the <laughs> well, hell out of here! And today lunch was at um, Cool Cat Cafe. They're still very good. Oh, well, I hey, been there hey, in a long hey, time. Alan, stay with us. Why on earth would you go to Olive Garden? I only we, get the same thing we every get time. Cafe Roma. We've got Giuseppe's. Uh, we well, we don't have upper crust anymore. We must have four or five because I'm not going on a date. Legitimate Italian restaurants. <laughs> well, I, I'll take illegitimate <clears throat> as long because the prices are better. I get more selection of things I want at Olive Garden. I and always get the exact same thing. My do daughters get? don't like it. My grandson loves it because of the bread. I always get. I make my own thing. It's just um, thin thin spaghettini with vegetables and the. Five cheese marinara. This is yeah. why Apple Farm is suffering because there you go. guys are going to Well, I Olive did Garden. Cafe Roma for Thanksgiving, so there you go. Well, my beef with Cafe Roma is that they they stopped opening for lunch. I every time yeah. I see Marco, I'm like, please, because oh. I'm not supposed to drive at night. Oh, you know, I, I try not to drive at night. Yeah. So, but Cafe Roma is only open for dinner. Wow, so that's I have, huge. I can't go until the summertime. Oh, and that place you were trying to remember in, in Grover, or actually there, it's probably AG, is Station Grill. That's yeah, the yeah. one by the train station. Yeah, but that's Grover Beach. It is Grover, okay. Yeah. That's right. It is. So where does it switch over? I forget. but uh, it, switch, it switches over at Oak Park. Oh, gotcha. But it's yeah, right next to the Grover good. Beach. Still very nice people there, a couple that runs that. Have you been there for Gospel Hillbilly Night? Yeah, hillbilly that gospel actually night? stumbled. I was go- we were just going over to eat, and there they were going at it, and that was just fun. Yeah, I, yeah. I was there a few weeks back. They're still doing those shows. They're, I can't call it a show, the music. So I, I, I don't know the couple. Uh, they seem very nice. Food they there are. is fine, very popular, uh, but they're people of faith. Bill, you really should go introduce yourself. And I believe it's Saturday night, Alan. Yeah, they have Saturday night. Hillbilly gospel music. And you're gonna ask me, good news. You're going to ask me what that is? I have no idea. But. Well, think bluegrass gospel. Maybe that would sound better. But it's 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 entertaining. They are a nice couple. I mean, it's not like they they ask you, are you a person of faith? They just have good food. No, they, reasonably priced. They treat me like anybody else. Yes. <laughs> when I worked at Apple Farm, the owners, Bob and Katie Davis, were extreme right. oh, yeah. people of faith. 
yeah. extreme people and extremely high quality and extremely difficult to get a job there. Well, that, that's what changed. The Davises don't own it anymore. Yeah. I God, think it went corporate or something. We're in so something. much trouble. We're in so much trouble. <laughs> Alan, what else is new, Dave? Right. Well, anything else you want to say? No. Well, I'm happy Alan, I'm how going are you to doing? the Chicago concert. So, Alan. Oh, did you win? Yes, I won. Oh. Who are you going to take? I'm working on that. Why don't you we'll take see. Lynn? <laughs> I've got time to negotiate that one. Why so. don't you take Lynn? Oh, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Dave, how are, I mean, Dave, Alan, how are you doing with your air fryer? Oh, I love it. You do I, good. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, tried yesterday the potato pancakes from uh, Trader Joe's, and the air fryer's fine. The potato pancakes, they're okay, but... Uh, P.S. Yeah. That's one thing Apple Farm can never do is potato pancakes. Oh, They're interesting. Awful. I think you guys should go together to the Chicago concert. Oh, oh, Dave, I'll what, fix is you this? Ba- what is this? Um, what's the word? Um, bachelor? Ba- the Bachelorette? Well, what, you're, you're, <laughs> you're both single. You're both about the same age. You're both people of faith. You both like Chicago. You're, bo- you're oh, just you friends. Go. It's just made friends. made for each other. You're made for we each other. We both like air uh, fryers. Yeah. <laughs> A match made in the kitchen, or is it at the table? At KVEC. Like, anyway. Yeah. All right, Alan. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Bye, Alan. Craig, what are you saying about China Gourmet? No, I was going to tell Alan, oh. if he's looking for a uh, Chinese food place, the uh, I think one of the, if not the best, Chinese food restaurant on the Central Coast, China Gourmet Restaurant in Paso Robles. Oh. Is there such a good thing? Is there such a thing it's as good Chinese? It's hard to Chinese find a Chinese restaurant. Gr- no, this is great Chinese. What's the, what, Kung Pao? Uh, it... Traditional Chinese cuisine and uh, also seafood dishes. It's in the Albertson Shopping Center in Paso Robles. I know where that is. Um, yes. I love Kung Pao chicken, a good spicy Kung Pao. I haven't tried the Kung Pao, but everything I have had is fresh and amazingly delicious. On the Stolberg Tatum text line, we're just chatting with Lynn. We have no agenda this hour. 805-543-8830. We're seeing how long it takes before we hear from the attorney from Apple Farm. <laughs> Uh, the Apple Farm had new owners and management in 2020. If you're in Millhouse D, it's really a nice room. They filmed the movie Destination Wedding with scenes in that room. Oh, really? And a horrible wedding. I mean, a horrible movie, if I might add. Well, it wasn't the best movie in the world, but I didn't care because it was shot totally on location on the Central Coast. That's it was, why we went. It was fun to see... Uh, all the stuff. We had a special showing before it opened up to the public and all Who's the... Who's the we? Who's the we? All the old Apple Farm employees and current... Oh, because it was shot partly Because it was shot Farm. there, got to go. It was like a reunion. It was fun. It was really fun, but the movie... Oh, God. The movie. Hmm. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back for a final segment right here on Hometown Radio. Dave Congleton, Lynn Ward, Craig Hill, and you. It's a perfect combination. Well, the good news is Alan uh, won the tickets to see uh, Chicago this morning, which means your chances of winning tomorrow have increased dramatically. Because, you know, Alan's the new Maryland. Yes. Hmm. Uh, Lynn Ward is here. We've just been talking. Uh, we started off with good news versus bad news, and we drifted into a conversation about restaurants. We've been all over the place. If you want in on this conversation, such as it is, We would need to hear from you now, please, 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. I think I'm going to honor my reservation at Apple Farm. Good. And like I said, you can always go check it out. I want the experience. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. It's your anniversary. Um, Five years? Six. (gasps) But thanks for asking. 
You want to hear some good news about Luna? Yes. I want to remind folks, Luna was the German shepherd, the angry, uh, ignored, abused German shepherd. Shut down. That Greer stepped in to save and brought on this show. And Holly, up in Atascadero, ended up adopting. Here's some good news to end the hour. Uh, Holly sent this to me. And she has Luna, the huge German shepherd, and Fiona, the little tiny dog, right? (laughs) Uh, Luna, Fiona, and I traveled to Palm Springs for a visit with my cousins. Luna slept in three new houses, went to four dog parks, met about 15 new people, and was a complete angel. She had a little trouble entering the new homes, but once inside, she settled down beautifully. She was friendly and well-behaved, and everybody fell in love with her. Nobody could believe how well-behaved she was. This is the angry dog, right? Uh, During dinner, she stayed on her bed the whole time, no begging at the table. Not once did she ignore a command I gave her. Wow. Never has had a potty accident. Uh, On the long ride home, she laid down the majority of the time. What amazing, wonderful girl she is. She is a fetchomatic, returns the ball 99% of the time. Mm. Uh, She continues to be a bit shy, but she's willing to try everything. I'm amazed at how gentle she is. Fiona and Luna actually slept in the same bed together, even though I brought Fiona's bed. They are becoming friends. I see their relationship growing every day. I am so grateful for her. We have cuddle time at night. I give her a massage. She groans with pleasure. And never gets on the couch. Is such a good listener. We had one instance where she took a slice of pizza off the kitchen counter. (laughs) It's my fault. I left it there a long time. When I saw it was gone, I looked over at her. She instantly ducked her head. She knew. She took herself to her bed, and she did not come off the bed for about two hours. All I had to say to her was no. This dog is a complete joy, and not a day goes by that I don't thank the universe. Mm. And to Greer for bringing her to me. What a beautiful story. And might I add a rescue and a four-year-old? Um, not even sure she not was that a baby, old. Not a senior, but a, a German Shepherd. Yes, who had been giving puppies one too many times. Ugh. But here's a dog who was destined to be euthanized yes. because she was just the angry dog, and Greer saved her. So we started out the hour bemoaning all the bad news, uh, took a little detour through restaurants, but we end on a positive note. And I remind you that Anouk and Charlotte Mead and the folks from Bakersfield and Fresno will continue our discussion about the overpopulation of dogs a week from Thursday. Lynn Ward, always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Final thoughts? Oh, I'm always so pleased and honored to be here. Love you and Craig and The callers are always so fun, and I guess my final thought would be be grateful, be thankful, be positive as much as you can, and always rescue a dog. And you'd really love to see Chicago on August 25th, Alan. (laughs) That's going to be a hot night. And weren't you good in science in high school? Mm, That wasn't my best (laughs) subject. I'm working it. I'm trying to make this happen. All right, Lynn, thank you. Okay, thank you, Dave. Uh, we got news and traffic and weather. Then let's enter the world of virtual reality with Dr. Bob Crockett. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio. News Talk 9.
The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 0111911.